Success is about more than just business strategies. It's also about aligning with your higher purpose and clearing inner obstacles that stand in the way. I say this because you deserve to do what you love and to feel fulfilled along the way. And the reality is you're likely spending more time than you'd like to stuck in self-doubt. You may be asking yourself things like, why do I never seem to reach my biggest goals no matter how hard I work? Or why do I never quite feel like I've done enough, have enough, or am enough? If any of these sound familiar, you are not alone. And I've been there too. The good news is that the solution is simpler than you think. I'm sharing it inside my new four-day women's immersion, The Inner Critic Cure. This live four-day event includes daily classes, potent practices, and a brilliant supportive community of like-minded women. And best of all, it's only $37. This method is gentle yet powerful, and it actually works even when others haven't because it's based on a proven psychotherapeutic framework called Internal Family Systems or IFS. By the time you leave, you'll have the knowledge and tools to not only heal your relationship with those harsh inner voices, but to turn them into your strongest allies now and for the rest of your life. So join us to discover how to put an end to those negative voices that have held you back from your biggest dreams and desires. So you can live into the full potential you know is possible for you in both your business and in your life. You can learn more and join us inside the Inner Critic Cure at programs-saravonstover.com forward slash immersion. That's programs-saravonstover.com forward slash immersion. I'd love to see you there. Hello, welcome to the Sarah Avonstover podcast, a space to come home to your inner wisdom. I'm Sarah best-selling author and teacher of women's yoga, meditation, and spirituality. And this podcast was born out of my own desire to hear Dharma talks, which are what the Buddhist tradition calls wisdom teachings, through the distinct lens and voice of the sacred feminine. Here, I'll share these very talks, along with rich conversations about all different facets of the feminine spiritual journey. But above all, I created this because I believe that when a woman gets still and quiet enough to hear her inner wisdom, she's able to live her true path in the world. I hope this podcast helps you do just this. I'm happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. It's good to be here with you just a few days after Thanksgiving here in the U.S. And I'm here to speak about the holidays and to speak about this stretch of the next several weeks from Thanksgiving to New Year's in what can be a triggering and painful time of year for many. Mass media tells this is a time of a lot of warmth and family and celebration and togetherness. And when you're not feeling those things, uh, it can be very triggering. It can be very painful. You can feel very excluded, very forgotten about, and even very wrong for having a different experience. 
So maybe you're single, maybe you're childless, maybe you are struggling due to some shifts in your life this year, like a divorce or a breakup or something else that is just a death in the family that's causing some ripples in your normal holiday reality. And if you fall into any of these categories, this is for you. Hopefully this will provide some solace and support. And this is also for you if you don't fall into any of these categories, but you want to better understand and empathize those who are single, childless, and or struggling so that they don't feel so excluded and forgotten about. So I want to share first a little bit about my own experience with this. I've had a a challenging mixed relationship with holidays just my whole life. In my childhood, I grew up in a family where there was alcoholism present, and that always was exacerbated over the holidays, making it a very confusing and painful time at a lot of levels, a wonderful time at some levels, and just very challenging at others. And my parents got divorced when I was a teenager, and that kind of exacerbated things of just the stress of who to spend the holidays with and and all of that. And then there's been seasons of my adult life where I've been single and some holidays where I've spent alone. And also there's the fact that I'm childless, not by choice. And I always just had the vision of having a family and particularly having a child or children to celebrate the holidays with. And so there's Each year, there's a a new reckoning with that not being the reality and the grief of that, the pain of that, and also the, the moving on and the moving forward from that. So I want to share with you just 10 tips of things that have been helpful for me over the years. Hopefully, you'll find them or at least some of them helpful. And the first one is that it's okay to sit the holidays out. It's okay to pass and just say, I'm just not doing this this year. You know, I've had, I've had holidays where I've gone on a retreat, where I've done a cleanse or a juice fast, where I just didn't celebrate at all. Uh, for many years, I lived in Thailand and in, in some ways I found it more of a reprieve to be in a different culture where just the holidays were not such a big deal and it was easier to do something different. Like I put ornaments on a palm tree and make a special meal or go out to a cool restaurant or just go sit by a pool somewhere. Some years I've gone on trips. So it's okay just to not do the holidays if that's where you're at. Number two is to get something scheduled it can be really helpful to have a plan, to have some kind of a structure in place. So that might be a Zoom call with someone. It might be a hike or a walk with a friend. It might be making a meal or going out for a meal with someone. It could be a movie that you're excited to watch or a show that you want to binge watch or a book that you're excited to dive into or um, like some new bath salts that you have or a new face mask, just 
something special that you can give to yourself to help to fill the time and to even give you a little something to look forward to. Number three is it can be really helpful to take a break from social media. Seeing other people's lives or the highlights of other people's lives can be really triggering, but especially over the holidays, when you see those kind of picture perfect images of happy holidays, when you're not experiencing that. So I found it really helpful to just go on a social media fast over the holidays. And, you know, I I never have social media apps on my phone. So, you know, if you do take them off your phone, even sign off on your desktop, just to remove that temptation and just take a break from those images and just get more immersed in your own, your own world, your own reality. So you're not comparing yourself to other people. Number four is to give yourself permission to feel what you're feeling. We live in a culture of toxic positivity where we're encouraged to just put on a happy face no matter what. And Many of us are raised with this um, this instruction as well, and as a result, we can kind of just instinctively judge ourselves for feeling anything but happy, and this is also pretty dominant in the spiritual world of, you know, you got to raise your vibration and vibrations of sadness and grief and anger are worse than vibrations of love and gratitude and joy and you know, that's just really dangerous and just not supportive. So judging yourself for what you're feeling can only make things worse. So as much as you can, just to muster a lot of self-compassion and to tell yourself, of course, I'm feeling how I'm feeling. Of course, I'm having a challenging time. Of course, I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling angry. I'm feeling lonely. I'm feeling grief. Just as much as you can, Give yourself full permission to be how and where you are. Number five is to connect with people who also see and validate you. It's one thing to validate how you're feeling and to say, of course, I'm feeling this way. It's okay that I'm feeling this way. And it's another to be around others who also say, of course you're feeling this way. It's okay that you're feeling this way. So curate who you connect with during this time, who you're vulnerable with, who you really share the truth of your reality with, with those people who really get you and those people who really see you. And there's a saying in 12-step programs, don't go to the hardware store to buy milk. So just don't go to those people or those places that you know are not going to be supportive of your inner state uh, during this time because that can just make it even more, more triggering, more challenging. Number six is to give yourself permission to reinvent the holidays for yourself. And like I shared earlier, this was something that I did when I lived in Thailand. I really just reinvented how I did things, just being in a different culture, being on the other side of the world as my family. And this is something that I'm in the process of doing now that I am partnered in a new relationship and I don't have children and just really visioning and asking myself, you know, well, how do I want to do this time of year? What 
what is this time of year really about for me? What traditions do I feel really excited about by and what traditions are still available for me, even though I don't have children? And I invite you to ask yourself similar questions. Um, for me, some threads over the years have been to really make this a sacred time from the solstice to New Year's Day and to take that time off of work to do a year-end review and kind of a visioning for the next year to celebrate the return of the light of the solstice and to do things that are nourishing, whether I'm alone or in partnership. Um, so not, not having a, a big list of to-dos around the house, but just to have some just lazy time, some open, spacious time. I've also enjoyed getting a Christmas tree and decorating it, putting stockings up, hanging up a wreath, sometimes making, making a special meal. Um, th- those are some traditions that I have found just supportive and helpful over the years, um, the years when I have celebrated. So just asking yourself, you know, how, how can you reclaim this time and do something that feels right for you? Number seven is to let it be okay to grieve. So this is a continuation of letting it be okay to feel what you're feeling. Uh, But I know that for myself and for many, just a lot of grief can arise at this time of year. And um, Jodi Day, who's the founder of Gateway Women, a community for women who are childless, not by choice, and the author of the really great book, Living the Life Unexpected. I interviewed her in a podcast um, last spring. If you want to check that out, it's, it's a really, really wonderful, potent interview. But she talks about how grief really arises in these in-between spaces. And I completely agree. And grief is also an outcast in our culture. Grief is something that I have really learned to give us a seat at the table over these past several years. I'm actually working on a book now about grief. I published a podcast last year, podcast episode number 68 called Being with Grief that many have have found helpful. So if grief is coming up for you, just know that that's normal. Again, of course, it's coming up for you. And if grief is something that's scary or that you haven't had that much experience with, just get some support. Listen to that podcast episode Um, There's a lot of great books out about grief. One is called The Wild Edge of Sorrow by Frances Heller. That's a really, really great resource. But just invite grief in and and let it be here, even if, again, this is technically, culturally supposed to be a joyous time of year. It's um, Joy is really the culmination of of all feelings when 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 we feel and welcome all of our feelings we'll we'll land back in joy at some place at some time but that's not necessarily the final destination being where we are with how we are is the destination number 8 is to set up some support in advance and to expand the definition definition of what family is for you So, you know, I've had years where I haven't set up support in advance because I, I felt like I was in a good place, but then 
the holiday came and I realized I'm not in a good place. Things can kind of shift like that on a dime. So again, going back to have something scheduled, it can be supportive to to have someone to talk to just in case, just to have at least one person who knows that you're struggling and who you know will be available to answer your texts or to talk on the phone or to do a Zoom call or have some sort of contact in case you need it so, so that you, you really know that there's someone out there who has your back. Number nine, if you do have a family or, and or a partner, and if you're not struggling this year, reach out to those who are. Reach out to those who are alone, who are childless, who are struggling, and just ask them how you can support them over the holidays. Just let them know, you know, do you want to, do you want to schedule a call? Um, Does it feel right to invite them to do something with you? Um, Do you want to be available to text with them on that day? Just ask to see how you can support them. But above all, just don't forget about them. They already feel excluded and invisible. And do something to give back and truly get in the holiday spirit and widen your sense of what family is and who family is. You know, one of the things about living in such a transactional culture is we have these very rigid boundaries of family and belonging. And we really need to widen those and widen that to see just the human family and how can we how can we include people more into the fold of family. And number 10, if you're struggling, and this is just one of my core mantras in life, is to remember that this too shall pass. And I know it sounds like a cliche, and it's a cliche for a reason because it's just so true. You know, you can put a post-it on your bathroom mirror or an index card on your night table next to your bed that says this too shall pass. Um, just know that it will. So even if you have a totally horrendous holiday that you can barely get through, and I have had my share of those holidays for sure, and the day is just a total wash, just that's okay too. It will end. That day will end and there will be a new day. Things will shift. So even if things are hard one day, they could be a little better the next day and things could shift the next year or the following year. You know, that is that is a fundamental truth of life that that everything changes, that everything shifts. So sometimes you just need to just do what you need to do to get through it, even if it's not just one day at a time, but you know, there's there's been seasons in life where I've just lived one breath at a time. So just take one breath at a time if that's helpful for you. So if you have anything else to add to this list, I, I welcome you to email me or DM me and, and share that. And uh, also please share this with anyone who might need to hear it. Before we wrap up the year, um, just I have two more two more gatherings happening. One is my IFS, Internal Family Systems Therapy Group for Women, that starts on December 7th. We'll meet for eight Tuesdays to go into the experience of the IFS therapeutic model, which I found to be incredibly healing and transformative. 
not only in my life, but in the lives of my clients. That's also just a great community resource to have as we cross the threshold into a new year. There are a few spaces left. Um, It's limited to 20 women to keep it pretty intimate. And applications close on December 1st. So if you are interested and you want to apply, you can head to womensyogateachertraining.com forward slash IFS dash group, womensyogateachertraining.com forward slash IFS dash group. There's also a link to that in the show notes. And last on December 18th, I'm leading a two and a half hour year-end women's retreat called Welcoming the Solstice. And this is just a time to come together in community, to be as you are, to be welcomed as you are, to get some support and resources to head into this time of year with some yoga, some meditation, some year-end review and visioning reflections. And this is always just one of my favorite gatherings of the year. So you're welcome to join that. There's a sliding scale as well. And that's at womensyogateachertraining.com forward slash solstice retreat, womensyogateachertraining.com forward slash solstice retreat. And that link is in the show notes as well. So my heart is with you. I'm sending you a lot of love and support, just however you're walking through this holiday season. And I look forward to connecting with you next time. Bye for now. Thank you so much for joining me and for taking this time out for yourself. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be very grateful if you'd take a moment to rate and review this podcast. That way other women who might enjoy it can better find it. Also, don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And until next time, I'm sending you my heartfelt support.